Now, I want to share with you, you know, lately we watched the Wonder Woman. How many of you watched the movie Wonder Woman? She was shot at a lot, but somehow, hindi siya natamaan or hindi siya na, na, namatay sa mga bullets. And even Superman, this guy was shot with a bullet directly in his eyeball. You know, point blank, binaril si Superman and kawawa yung bala. <laughs> you know, talagang, it just, and the point is, I, I really admire these superheroes. Now, they get shot at a lot. But they don't get wounded. Yeah. They don't get taken out. Bakit? Ang tawag doon, bulletproof. Yeah. And you know what? Every day, every week, at home even, sa bahay, sa school or work, minsan even at church. Yeah. Offensive things will be done to you yeah. or said to you. You will experience hurts of iba-ibang uri. Mga unfair treatment, nakakasakit na words, misunderstandings, na, na misinterpret kanila, and you will have offensive things done and said to you. Hindi maiwasan yan. It's common sa lahat ng tao. But my heart for you, my heart for this church, is that you will become like Superman and Wonder Woman. Pagdating sa mga offensive na bala na shinat at you, and that you will become unoffendable, despite the offenses that were thrown to you. My heart for you is that you will become offense-proof. Just like Superman is bulletproof. Ramin mga offensive things done to you, but it will not wound you. <laughs> Would you like, are you interested to become unoffendable? Position yourself in life, at work, at home, through every, through every situation, that you will be so insulated, na kahit anong ginawa, sinabi sa'yo, hindi ka ma-wound. You won't be taken out. You won't be crushed and hurt. In the Bible, the original Greek word for offense or offended. Kikita mo ito when Jesus said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. Offense. Nakaka-offend ka. The word actually is the Greek word scandalon. Scandalon. Sounds like Scandal. Scandalon. You're, you're a scandalon. It means a stumbling block. And the actual translation of the word scandalon, it's describing the part of a trap na kung saan nilalagay ang paing. The bait. It's something na dapat hindi pangit, dapat attractive. Looks good. Parang looks like, sige, po, sige, sige. So yung daga, di ba? Sino sa inyo may, na, naka, nakagamit ng mousetrap? And then nilalagay dyan na cheese, you know? You would even give part of your Spanish bread or some peanut butter or something. Nilalagay doon para, para madraw, ma-attract ang animal doon sa pain. And Satan is doing the scandalon in your life. And in my life, naglalagay siya ng pain. The bait of the devil is offense. It's it's the the a trap. It looks like you should go into that. It seems like may karapatan ako na na lumapit doon sa way na yan. I have the right to go down this pathway. I have the right to be offended. Dapat talaga magalit ako. Kasi yung ginawa nila at yung sinabi nila, hindi mo alam. Ang pain, dinidisguise na yung trap. You just don't realize that Satan is using that offense to trap you, to bring you down. Bring you down, take you out, and put you into a lane of torture. Na kung saan, there's a succession of other 
bad things that will come out in your life because you got offended. Nakalamo, it's okay. It's okay for me to be offended. I have a right to be offended. Sila kasi, siya kasi. And you just don't realize. Hindi sila masusuffer. Ikaw masusuffer. Ikaw, you'll be tortured. Like the Bible said, yung unforgiving servant. Na pinatawad ng master niya marami. And he didn't forgive yung kapwang servant niya. And the Bible says, he was brought over to the torturers. Unforgiveness, offense, bitterness will actually torture your life. May mga tao, even sa church, I, I've been doing this a long time. Thank God our church has never, ever split. In all the years, we've never had a, we've never had a divide or a split in our church. I know some churches had had split sometimes more than once. And praise God, na, dahil doon nakapagplan sila ng mga dalawa tatlong church. Thank God, we've never split. Church has great unity, but in all of these years, there have been times people got offended and just walked away. Just left because nasaktan sila, napahiya, na offend, and I feel so sorry for those who are offended. It's not just they lose out on a great church; they go through so much other. Talagang kakapapahamak in so many other areas of life. Some of those who left church never even continued following Jesus. Others carry their offense with them back to their homes or to their next church. And tuloy-tuloy na yung tawa. Tumatawa lang si Satan sa kanila. Because it's like, I got you. I got you. I pulled you away from your destiny. It was just that offense. That was just an offense. That was just a trap. Hindi nila alam. Gotcha. You were supposed to be much more. You were supposed to pass the test. You were supposed to overcome the offense. But I gotcha. You took the bait. You took offense. Ow. I feel so sad. I feel so sad. Because friends, offenses will come. Jesus said in Luke 17, he says, offense will come. Alamo, every day, you have the opportunity to take offense. Mismong kasama mo sa bahay that you love the most and they love you the most. They can offend you. Hurt your feelings. Say something that triggers a soft spot, a soft spot sa buhay mo. You know, every day you go to work, you, you mix with your friends or your clients or your church mates or every day. It's so easy to have an opportunity to be offended. Imagine you're coming to church with family, with friends. You'll, you will have an opportunity. Bucket, because the people are hypocrites, they're so bad. You know, yeah, in church we have people that are bad, you know? No one is good. Not starting with the senior pastor. You know, we're all, we all have our moments. We all, we all have our own, you know, moments and, but I hope we did good, more good than bad. I hope you were blessed you know, on a level 90, then you were offended maybe just 10. Do you understand? But the point is, the devil will make sure that you have offenses. Because it's a trap. But you can turn the trap into a past test. So we more pass the test. You see, if this was poison... Now, this is not poison, but you just imagine this was poison. And I offer you this. Okay, Christelle, can you take this, please? Come on. Come on. Just take it. Mila, it's a Oh, see, I can offer the poison. I can throw the offense at you. But you don't have to take it. 
Yeah, kasalanan ko, inoffend kita. I threw something, I said something, I did something that offends you. But that's, kasalanan ko yan, di mo responsibility. And actually, you cannot control what other people say or do. You can never control what other people do. You can tell me all day long, dapat hindi siya ginawa yun. Dapat hindi ganyan ang dating niya. Dapat hindi ganyan ang sinabsabi niya. But, it, but the point is, you can never control what other people say or do. You can only take the offense or not. You can only take responsibility for yourself. You cannot say, she made me mad. He ruined my day. She gave me a bad mood. No, no, no. You take responsibility for you. Don't take someone else's offense either. Madalas ganito kasi. We have our family, our friends, you know. Someone ay nasaktan. And then, hindi niya sinasabi doon sa nakasakit sa kanya, sinasabi sa'yo. And then, ikaw din, because close kayo, at nangangampain na siya, laban sa naka-offend sa kanya, nasaktan ka rin. Na-offend ka rin. When in fact, actually, wala kang kinalaman doon. Actually, kung hindi siya nagsalita sa'yo about that, wala ka ng bad feeling doon sa isa. Pero what happens is, you took someone else's offense. At inako na yung offense na hindi dapat sa'yo yan. Sabi nila, pagdating sa health, di ba? Second-hand smoke is worse than first-hand smoke. Is that true, Doc? Well, you know, sometimes second-hand offense can also poison you just as much or more than the poison the original person took. You have a choice to make, friends. You have a choice. Now, what are the signs? Anong itsura ng isang tao? Anong papat o anong patunayan na isang tao ay masamang loob? Kasi hindi naman nakikita sa visual, right? Or is it true? I don't know. Nakikita mo ba pag isang tao ay galit, may samang loob, nagtatanim ng galit, kinikimkim ng, you know, tampo, whatever. What, is, what does it look like? Come on, help me. Help me. Nakasimangot, umiiwas, huh? pumapangit, true. Tingnan mo sa katabi mo. I can tell you're not offended. You look good. Pumapangit. Nagbibigay ng silent treatment. Diba? Hindi namamansin. O kaya, uh, ano? Mabilis, magalit. Konting bagay lang. Nagiging irritable na. Sensitive. Masyado. Balat. I was gonna say kamatis, pero sibuyas. <laughs> you know, and then, and then you can, you can see this. The, the signs that you something na tinitake personally. May sinabi, may describe, and then the person who's offended, already offended, ibig sabihin, adyan na yung kanyang uh, status as offended, and then all of a sudden, uh, parang everything tinitake ng personal. May sinabi niya, oh, they're against me. They don't like me. And then the offended person has emotional problems. Kahit na talagang they were wronged. It's true. They should not have had that abuse or that, you know, talagang mali yung sinabi nila yung ginawa nila. But the person now who was offended has emotional problems. And is not healthy. Siyempre, uminom ka ng poison. Inako ang offense. They become selfish. Self-centered. Ibig sabihin, it's all about me. My rights. My feelings. Unfair. And they start becoming very suspicious about people. 
untrusting. I don't want to be hurt again. So nag, nag, nagiging defensive, naglalagay ng wall. See, what happens when you're offended, you start putting up walls between, around yourself. And you start doubting and you put walls against other people. So you don't have good relationships. You sabotage all potential for intimacy. And it limits what God can do in your life. It really makes you unproductive for the Lord. And it's to the Father's glory that we bear much fruit, that we produce and be productive. Pero kung offended ka, you become unproductive. And God wants to use you, but He can't because you put walls. The worst thing, I think, is a person who is offended is deceived. Now, you don't know you're deceived because by definition, pag deceived, hindi mo alam. You think, that the, tr- the truth is, pag offended ka, hindi ka pa offended. When you look at the situation, black is black, white is white, red is red. So, nakikita mo yung, yung situation, napakalinaw. Pero pag offended ka na, yung black mukhang gray. Yung blue mukhang green. Yung red mukhang orange. And you, kahit na you don't mean to do it, hindi mo sinasadya, but your, your perspective on situations is already distorted. Akala mo, nakikita mo lahat, but you really do not. You become blind. You don't see things accurately. You misinterpret. Na hindi mo sinasadya na misinterpret, but you do. You misinterpret. And other people near you cannot say anything right. Because no matter what they say, ma-offend ka. Because you're already, you know, kumbaga yung baril mo is already cocked. Kunting touch lang, bah! I knew it. You know, kunting sinabi sa'yo na, ah, yeah, and that's it, I knew it. So parang you're just waiting to be offended. If you know what this means in America, we say there's a chip on your shoulder. Nagiging insecure, nagiging negative. And it really just brings you down, down, down. The dangers that you become destructive. You know, it's really the devil's weapon to kill, steal, and destroy. It's a, he puts, it, the, the word maybe you could say, uh, bitterness. And Hebrews talks about the root. Now, root means hindi mo nakikita sa surface. Right? Because it's sa under the surface. But underneath, there's an undercurrent or an under undergrowth. Of, it's called a root of bitterness in Hebrews 12, 14, and 15. It says, see to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Wow, the bitter root will defile, will hurt you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 5 says, Love is not irritable or easily offended, easily angered. Proverbs 19.11, It is to your glory to overlook an offense. Sabimo, I want to overlook offense. Sabimo, I want to be unoffendable. Yeah. You know, Judas was offended. That's why he went down that road. He betrayed Jesus. He committed suicide. He started out, you know, with financial stealing. He was the treasurer, one of Jesus' close friends. But somehow, Judas got offended. Probably it was the time nung sinabi ni Judas about the woman na binuhos yung expensive perfume kay Jesus. And sabi niya, hindi dapat yan, ganito kasi ganyan, dapat ibininta yan at ibigay mo pera sa poor. And Jesus countered him publicly. He said, leave her alone. What she did was to prepare for my burial. Ganito. So, napahiya si Judas. Possible, he took offense in that moment. And it's a root Gotcha. Sabi ni Satan, gotcha. You were offended at your leader. You were offended. 
by what he said to you. He didn't agree with you. He didn't let you do what you wanted. He even corrected you. Boom. Offended. Got the bait. Now, where did that lead Judas? Down, 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 down. He, I got him, you know. So, pero hindi pinakita ka agad kay Jesus. Nandun pa rin siya. Sa Last Supper, nandun siya smiling, you know, doing the, okay, singing the hymns, and then, but later on, deep in his heart, just was growing. Yung galit, yung samang loob, yung, until he betrayed Jesus for money. Then he felt guilty about it, and he went to commit suicide. And Satan got his plan in the life of Judas. The disciples in John chapter 6, you know, Jesus doesn't have just 12. Ang daming sumusunod kay Jesus. And in John chapter 6, Jesus fed more than 5,000 people. Then he started teaching about the bread and the wine. And the people, when they heard him say, you know, you need to eat my, my flesh and drink my blood. And, you know, these people wanted just to hear good things, uh, easy teaching. They wanted him to be uh, a physical king on an earthly kingdom. And Jesus started teaching that it's not like that. So they were offended. We don't agree. You know, the test, that was a test. You preaching me Jesus in John chapter 6 was really a test. Because you'll never know who is with you until you don't agree. Until they don't agree with you, they don't understand you, then they get offended. And so the Bible says they were offended. Tell me, Jesus, are you offended at my teaching? And the Bible says in John 6 that so many of them, many of them stopped following him. They quit. Hindi na sila Hindi na sila bumalik. Many of them, because they were offended. Pero mismong si Jesus, kahit ano mga offense na nagawa sa kanya, he did not take offense. On the cross, they're nailing him to the tree, insulting him. It's all unfair. Yung trial lahat, it's, it's unfair. What did Jesus say? Father, forgive them. Jesus did not go to sleep na may samang loob sa puso niya. Pinatawa niya sila. In fact, meron silang, uh, he said, I thirst, and they gave him a bitter, sour wine, di ba? They gave him a bitter drink. In a sponge, in a sakanya, and he said, the Bible says he refused to drink it. He refused to get bitter. He refused to take offense. Kalooban ng Dios, you will make a choice not to take the bait of Satan. How do you do that? Number one, you ready for this? Are you interested yet? Okay, number one, forgive. For give. Wow, that sounds easy. Now the word for, F-O-R-E, means what? Ahead of. Ahead of time. The, your forefathers were living in a time ahead of you. Right? If I forewarned you, I warned you in advance before you needed the warning. If I forgive you, then I'm giving you the grace. I'm giving you a mercy ahead of time. Even before you need it. Even before you ask for forgiveness. Finor give. Are you following what forgive means? To be undefendable, you have to forgive. You forgive someone. You give someone. The word forgiveness means to release. Hinahawakan mo yung karapatan na gumanti. Hinahawakan mo na yung yung list of the wrongs that they did to you. You're keeping and holding on to their debts for their debts to you. You're 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 accounting the records of their wrongs and you're holding that. And to forgive means you release it. You let it go. Let it go. I'm not holding that hurt anymore. It means you let it go. 
You forgive, and to really be unoffendable is you forgive before you need to. Before, hindi pa sila nakasala sa'yo. Hindi pa sila nagsasalita ng masama sa'yo. You already said, I forgive you in advance. Not because you deserve it. But because I don't want to be offended. And I've already decided in advance, I will not be wounded by you. Period. Kahit anong nangyari, kahit anong ginawa o sasabihin mo sa akin in the future, ang pasyako, I will not take Satan's bait. And we learned doon sa invisible war na actually our enemy is not that person anyway. Ginagamit lang ni Satan ng tao at situations to make you hurt, to make you offended. It's his trap. It's not because your your father is so mean and evil. It's not because your parents are against you or your churchmates, you know, are trying to push you down. No. It's not because of people at work. It's not people. Our fight is not a human opponent. So I will not put an offense between us. Our relationship, bilang kapwang uh, follower of Christ, I will not let anything get in between us. Even if you do wrong or say wrong, I can't control you. Mananagot ka na lang sa Diyos. You have to, you know, you're not, but I will control my response. And I refuse to take offense and get angry or bitter at you. Because I want to be healthy. For my, for my family. For my life, for my future, for my ministry, and for the best gift I can give you is a healthy me. Yes. Are, are you learning something about it? No? Yes. And besides that, here's the point. God does not keep a record of your wrongs. Yes. He forgave. Hindi ka pa pinapanganak. He forgave you. And so when you receive that, you... Now listen, if you have a hard time, listen really carefully. If you said, well, forgive is so easy, but I cannot do that. The reason nahihirapan ka magpatawad is one of two things. Either, A, they're both R, R, R. Either you don't realize that God has already forgiven you. Maybe you still think that you owe God so much. He owes, you know, you, you, he's, he's, he's keeping a record of your wrongs. Kaya parang, you feel like, well, I have to pay God back with my religious, you know, duties or whatever. Kaya these people also have to pay me. Dami kung utang sa So I'm gonna collect, you know, I'm gonna get mad at you too. So maybe you didn't yet realize. Or maybe you don't believe. Every sin that you've ever had has been paid up in full by the grace of the Lord. The other one is maybe you realize, but you don't remember. And when I say remember, I'm not talking about your brain function. But I mean, you don't, the word remember means bring it back into activation. Maybe you're not applying or recalling how much you have been forgiven. You know, in what if, <laughs> you know, in the story of the unforgiving servant, sabi ni Jesus, there was a guy, ang utang niya sa amo niya was about 10 billion. Let's example lang, no? Sa US or Philippine peso money. 10 billion, no? So, no matter what, hindi niya makakapagbayad nun. And then yung amo niya, pinatawad niya, sige, uh, I, I, I'll just forgive you. You know? I, ayoko na yung utang mo na maging problem sa ating dalawa, pinatawad na, pinapatawad na kita. Don't pay me anymore. Wow! Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, he got a new life. That's his second life. Hinanap niya yung kapwang servant na may utang sa kanya. Maybe he owed him, it was also significant, about three months' salary. Malaki din yun. But not 10 billion. And he was mad. You pay me. So it doesn't make sense. In the book of Philemon, have you ever read that book, the small one-chapter book in the New Testament, Philemon? 
it was a letter from Paul to Philemon regarding yung servant, yung slave ni Philemon. Pangalan niya si Onesimus. Okay? And Paul wrote to Philemon kasi Onesimus ay nakatakas. So he should be killed. And Paul wrote to Philemon in Philemon chapter 1 verse 18 and 19 and said, If he, Onesimus, has wronged you in any way, well, of course he did. Talagang may kasalanan si Onesimus kay Philemon. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, ibig sabihin, baka nag-knockout din siya kay Philemon. Sabi niya, I, Paul, no, he said, you charge it to me. Kung ano yung utang, kung ano yung kasalanan ni Onesimus sa'yo, ako mananagot. Charge mo sa akin. And he says, I, Paul, I promise I'll pay you. And I won't even mention how much you owe me. You owe me your life. He said, I won't mention. Pero nag-mention naman. Ang tao sa Tagalog, nagparinig. Diba? Pero the point here is, you know, Paul was acting like uh, the Lord. And Onesimus is, um, you know, like the slave, like Tayo. And the Lord is saying, you know, if you have debts, which we do, charge it to Jesus. Charge it to Jesus. And then don't worry about what they owe you because I will take care of you. Friends, you can let go of sin that other people do to you. So number one was forgive. And I know that sounds so easy. Pero sabi ko, talagang that's the key, forgive. Now, his, now here's the point for number two. And there is no number two. Because pagdating sa number one, ang hirap na. Tingin niyo ako, to forgive is not hard. Mahirap na mahirap. In fact, it's impossible. Unless you go back to number zero. So, kaya walang number two, kasi kailangan na number one palang bagsak tayo. So, kailangan na bumalik sa number zero before number one. Sinadya ako na balik sa number zero because number zero, before makakapag-apply or magagawa ang number one to forgive, you have to go back to the letter number zero and you have to accept the forgiveness God gave you. Hindi mo kayang ibigay that which you do not have. You cannot give forgiveness unless you have first received it. Are you hearing me? So you have to acknowledge and accept kailang na i-avail of God's forgiveness of you. God has already forgiven you, past tense. In fact, God has already forgiven the whole world. It says that in, you know, Colossians chapter 1. You know, imagine, alam mo yung mga prepaid card? Like, yung uso dito is prepaid card na load, cell phone load. May 300, may 500, 100. So, ibig sabihin, may card ka na, fully paid na yan. So, hindi magbibigay sa yon ng smart or globe na bill. They will not send you a bill. Na kasi hindi siya postpaid, it's prepaid. So, doon sa card, may load na. Now, sa, sa US, ang uso doon is prepaid credit card. Mukhang credit card, na credit card works na swipe ka mag-swipe sa grocery, then they will send you the bill. May utang, you have to pay. Pero iba yung Visa MasterCard na prepaid. Meron kasi silang prepaid, hindi postpaid. So prepaid, may laman na. May load na yung Visa card or MasterCard. Now what if ang Diyos ang nagbigay sa'yo ng $1 billion dollar Prepaid Visa card or MasterCard. So, ibig sabihin, andun na yung load. You can spend, you buy a car, buy clothes, every restaurant, three meals a day, five meals a day, kain ka, swipe yung card. So, parang bottomless na. E pag maubusan na yung one billion, the Lord will add another load na tuloy-tuloy. Hindi ka maubusan. But then, you have your prepaid card in your wallet. Wala kang cash na hawak. Wala kang bills. And then every day, nanghihiram ka ng pam- pamasahe. 
you're starving, hindi ka kumakaan, walang ulam, walang pangbili ng, ng gamot. Or, so every day, you're living like a poor beggar. When in fact, ang wallet mo may prepaid card. You have to just believe and use it. Pwede kang pumunta sa ATM, pwede kang mag-withdraw, pwede kang magpaswipe sa grocery. And many Christians are living that way. Di mo akalain na God has forgiven you and given you the gift of forgiveness worth billions? Worth more than billions? But you're walking around like a poor beggar. Spiritual poverty. Oh God, please forgive me. Dapat mag-fasting na lang ako because I'm so unworthy. Oh, mag-church ako, mag-religious duties ako para somehow I'll earn a little favor from God. Lord, please answer my prayer. And so many people are walking around na feeling like spiritual poverty when in fact, you have a prepaid load in your account. <laughs> Am I describing somebody here? You're living, acting, feeling poor. So, siyempre, kung ganong kahirap ka at merong tao na kasakit sa'yo, naka-offend sa'yo, you want to collect your debt. Dapat mag-sorry. Dapat mag-papakumbaba siya. Dapat lalapit siya sa akin. See? Why? Because you feel so poor. That's why you're trying to charge people. Pero kung so rich ka, you will not try to charge them. Ay, forgive you na lang. God forgave me so much. I got millions. You can afford it. Do you understand? That's why you're having a hard time forgiving people. Because you feel poor. You feel poor in the currency of forgiveness. Hmm. Don't live that way. Jesus' death on the cross was mission accomplished. It was not an unfinished business. It was the finished work of Christ on the cross. Sabimo finished work. Where am I? I have little time. Just no more time. All right. How to be healed. Before I go to that, let me read to you one scripture. First John chapter two, verse two. Jesus, that says, He is the sacrifice that takes away our sins. Not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. It's just that the whole world is not saved because they didn't receive. The payment was made. Everybody on the planet got a prepaid card. But not everybody uses it. Not everybody receives Christ as Savior. But Jesus saved. Technically, He, he paid for the salvation. Salahat. And the forgiveness was given to the whole world. Peace on earth and goodwill towards all mankind. Pero yung maliligtas is yung naniwala at tinanggap. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 says the same thing. God reconciled everything to Himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So friends, you can forgive. The second thing is you can accept God's forgiveness that he gave you. And, uh, okay, here's my last notes. (laughs) Application. Here's the application. Number one is, letter A is decide. Okay, magpasyaka na in advance. I refuse. You're going to refuse something and you're going to choose something. Okay? Tandaan mo. I refuse to be wounded and I choose not to keep or not to take offense. Letter B. You're going to depend. You're going to depend on the Lord to help you. Hindi mo kayang gawin ito mag-isa. In that movie, The Shack, there was this guy na a murderer killed his daughter and the Lord came to him and said, you know, you have to forgive. I don't know how. I don't know. And said, you don't have to do it alone. I'm here with you. And so when you are offended, you feel hurt, 
Even though you walk through that valley of the shadow of death and offense and hurt, you will not fear. You will not keep offense because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalms chapter 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So kung na-wound na ka, na-saktan ka, the Lord is your good shepherd. He will heal your wounds. He binds up and helps the brokenhearted. So you're going to depend on the Lord, depend on His presence and His, you know, His help. Something like, uh, the, the letter C is you're going to do what God says. You want to be healed, you do what God says so you won't be offended. Now what does God say? Well, Jesus said a couple of things. First, He said pray for those who persecute you. Matthew chapter 5 verse 44. Love even your enemies and pray for those who persecute or offend you. Listen, Jesus never said to pray for a job. Pero kadalasan, yan ang mga prayer request. Pray for me to have visa to go abroad. Pray for my a better job. Pray for my mother. Pray. Jesus never said, you, you. now it's not wrong, pero hindi yan ang instruction ni Jesus. Pray for you know, uh, uh, opportunity, pray for, you know, this person. He said, pray for those who persecute you. Wow. Wow, right? Pray for those who persecute you. I don't understand it maybe sometimes. We don't feel like it. But if you want to be unoffendable, do it God's way. Do what God says. Kasi among areas, when you pray for someone... Somehow, God will hear your prayer and open their eyes to see. You know, have you ever hurt someone's feelings na hindi mo sinasadya? And then, malalaman mo later, ba't kanya ng pagtrato niya sa akin? Ba't niiwasan niya ako? And wala kang maisip na, what did I do to her? You know, parang, wala naman akong problema sa kanya, but may problema siya sa akin na hindi mo akalaan na you hurt their feelings. And you don't even know it. You don't even know that they were offended by what you said. Right? Well, maybe it's also the opposite. Yung nakasakit sa'yo, they don't know it. Maybe they are not even aware that you were hurt. Hindi naman sila sinasadya. Pero sa'yo, you're torturing yourself. Now, he doesn't like me. Why not pray for them and say, God will open their eyes. God will help them see. Plus, when you pray for someone, you change. And when you change, everything changes. The second thing Jesus said to do is bless. Curse and bless. Uh, curse not and bless. Romans twelve fourteen says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. So how do you bless? The word bless means to speak well of. To say good things about. Right? Like I would bless my son. I would say good things about him. I put my hands and say, you're a champion. You can do it. I believe in you. You are going to be... When you bless someone, you say good things about them. Now, the opposite is the natural thinking. Pag na-offend ka, sinisira mo yung tao. Nangangampain. Sinasabi mo sa maraming ibang tao na ganito kasi... And that's the opposite. If you want to be unoffendable, do what Jesus said. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. What you can do is visualize in your mind, visualize God's blessing on them. Imagine what God will do good to them. So good that they will even, the goodness of God will even lead them to repentance. (laughs) And letter D is worship God. Yes, here's the point. Especially when your feelings are hurt, run to God and worship Him. Go into the secret place. Put on an MP3. Put on your earbuds. Saturate your brain with worship. Because here's what happens. When you're hurt, and you worship God, you go into His presence, 
you allow the anesthesia of the Lord to deaden the sting. Oh, so, so important. Oh, I pray you get the revelation. You know what anesthesia does, right? It makes the thing, it makes the cut or the upper, it makes something that should hurt, it makes it not hurt. When you go into worship, an anesthesia of God's presence comes upon you. And that hurt, that pain, that emotional wound, you won't feel it. You, you, you let the anesthesia just deaden that sting because in His presence, there's fullness of joy. And the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. So friends, are you offended today? When was the last time you felt offended by someone? Yesterday, last week, maybe someone, maybe someone in your family, maybe a parent, co-worker, classmate, boss, teacher. Maybe you were offended at God, disappointed, hurt. Sometimes we offend ourselves. Start to hate yourself and feel unworthy. My prayer is that you be unoffendable. And if you're unoffendable, you've positioned yourself where you can go through life no matter what other people do. You're okay. God can use you. You're like Teflon. Those offenses won't stick to you. They won't stick. It just slides right off. Why? Because you have received so much forgiveness. You believe that. You dare to believe that your forgiveness level is like a 10 billion prepaid card. You're not entitled, but you sure are grateful. And you can swipe away those small debts that people owe you those small things that people did to hurt you. Sometimes, they don't even know it. They were just careless. They were just immature. You just, they're not, they're not against you. You just took it personally because you're wounded, probably from the past. You were hurt. It's not your fault. But it is your responsibility. To receive the healing from the Lord. Receive forgiveness. Let Him heal your broken heartedness and bind up your wounds. And now let Him empower you to forgive others in advance. It's so much easier when you decide in advance I'm not going to be hurt by my wife. I'm not going to be hurt by my children. No matter what they do, decide, or what they say at church, I'm going to just live and serve unto the Lord. I'm going to interact. I'm not going to be defensive or put a wall. I'm going to... I know people are not perfect. I'm going to forgive them. Even Miss Mung Pastor, Miss Mung Cell Group Leader, I'm not going to get wounded by this. I'm going to set the good example. I'm just going to live as unto the Lord and not let things get between me and my family. Do you understand this? I'm going to be like Superman and Wonder Woman. No matter how many bullets are shot at me, I have a shield of faith. I have a force field of forgiveness around me. And I won't take offense. It might be offered, but I won't take it. I won't drink it. And I won't grab the bait of Satan. Friends, if you do that, you will be so powerful. You will not be a victim again. So be more, I'll never be a victim again. You're a champion and an overcomer. And God can use you now to help and heal other people. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you've forgiven us so much of our offenses to you. We've offended you. We've offended your character, your holiness. We have sinned. 
deeply and repetitively against you. And you forgave us. At the cross, you already for gave us the release of our debt to you. Worth billions and billions. So Lord, we download that forgiveness today. We avail right now, March 11, 2018. We download, Lord, the forgiveness. We realize and we remember your forgiveness to us. And now we release that forgiveness to those that have hurt us and to those who might in the future hurt us so that we will travel light and not be dysfunctional and not be disappointed at people but we will be at your disposal for you to use our lives in mighty powerful ways to be a healing to those that are hurting because of offense. Thank you that you've given us the gift to be unoffendable and to live in honor towards you. And if you haven't received Jesus, it's impossible for you to live a Christian life without Christ inside. It's just, it doesn't make sense. So receive Jesus this morning. Put your hand on your heart and say, I I need you, Jesus. Come into my life. I receive your forgiveness of my sins. Thank you for purifying me, for canceling my debt. And I receive your free gift of salvation. Amen and amen. All right, God bless you. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you're unoffendable, right?